And we're back on the Eastern Target Archery podcast with our guests, Brittany Salonen from the NFAA and Bruce Cole of the NFAA Foundation. Hey, folks, how's it going? Good. How are you, George? Good. As we speak, the trucks are being loaded up for Vegas. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, you know, it's a it's an interesting year, obviously, with the pandemic. You know, normally we're loading two trucks and we have one out there. You know, this year we're only loading one. So it's um, it's a little unusual. But, um, you know, the one thing about it, uh, we're still going to have a Vegas shoot. So we're excited about that. Oh, boy. And I'll tell you what, there's a, a lot of other archers who are excited about it as well. The turnout for Vegas is looking pretty good. We've seen uh, just in the men's compound category the you know the big show category uh well over 100 shooters and they're from all over the world from locals people like uh, steve anderson and henry bass and regulars like chance Bobuff and uh, jesse broadwater nathan brooks but we've got people like domagotch budin coming in from uh from europe to join dave cousins bridger deaton kyle douglas from right here in utah bobby eiler uh, names that, you know, Bruce, you have said these names for years now, in some cases, Braden Galantine and, uh, Eric Griggs and, uh, you know, Stefan Hansen, legends of the Vegas finals. And, uh, you know, not to give short shrift to anybody, there's a long list. You can see it at the NFAA's the Vegas shoot, all one word website. And that is exciting. It's going to have the Vegas atmosphere to some level, isn't it, Bruce? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, it's like I've always said, there's three parts to Vegas um, and we're having one park this year, you know, in person. Uh, you know, we don't have the kids. Um, we don't have the amateurs, which are basically the big flight groups. Um, and then there's the championships. And, you know, we when we looked at this, we thought, well, we normally have, you know, there's like 700 champions. You know, if we get half of those. We'll be really happy because a lot of them from overseas and out of the country. And, you know, that's the number we're looking for. You know, I, I think we're going to hit. 350, 400 people by the time it's all done. And, sure. um, you know, we're going to have fun. It's, um, it's still Vegas. Uh, I was just out there last weekend and um, it's a, getting a lot closer to being business as usual than it was in October. So yeah, all the, all the media accounts say that the, the atmosphere in Vegas is closer to something like what we expect to be normal. Uh, obviously with all the precautions in place and stuff, but we've got folks coming in from around the world. I, I alluded to that earlier. You know, you look at Mike Schlusser, he's going to be flying in. Uh, and, you know, the the regulars, people like Matt Stutzman and uh, Paul Tedford, Nishan Thompson. I mean, you know, the list just goes on real wild and, uh, you know, all the top shooters. So if you want to see the very best in the world, Vegas is the place to, to come and see. And uh, Bruce, I know that there's going to be some potential limitations to how many people can be in a room at any given time. But what's the story for spectators who might want to come and watch their heroes in the in the sport? You know, I'm going to let Brittany answer that. Um, there's some limitations. Like I said, I was just there. And, you know, when you're out in the public areas, you got to wear masks, um, you know, by the most part, obviously not when you eat and that type of thing. And that really seemed, you know, pretty normal to what the new normal is. But um, Brittany's got all the details on like how many people we can have in the room. And I'll let her talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So we've actually split up the rooms. Um, so the restrictions are now at 250 people per room. So we're going to have three rooms, which means we'll have some space for spectators, which is good news for anyone traveling along with their husband or wife or boyfriend or whatever. So, um, we're actually in the process now of sending out a spectator registration, um, so all they have to do is sign up. It's free. And then they'll get a wristband when they check in when they arrive. 
And there's also going to be an opportunity to, to um, it's not going to be the scale of the normal show, but there will be a show, right? I mean, a, yes. a vendor show. Vendor yeah, we're going to, it's like you said, it's not obviously to the scale simply because the, the mass numbers aren't there. And, uh, you know, we opened it up to um, as many as we could get. And, you know, we're going to have, um, I don't know, half a dozen, a dozen, maybe somewhere in there. I don't have that number in front of me, but um, some of the big numbers will be there. Big companies will be there. And, you know, people can see that. And, um, and you know, that you know really, for a lot of for a lot of folks, that's going to be their first shot at, at seeing some of the new equipment um, that's come out since even 2020, because we didn't have an ATA show. We, we haven't had a normal um, progression of, yeah, you get to see this at the Vegas uh, shoot. You know, we, we didn't have a normal schedule for the Vegas shoot. So, you know, as people get ready for outdoor season, this could be a great opportunity to see some of the new gear for 2021. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that kind of leads me into the, the next part. Um, you know, the, the one thing we've done, uh, obviously, the, the amateur part, um, which is open to everybody, but by predominant numbers of the amateurs, you know, I think we've got, uh, Brittany, I think it's right at 2,500 now and still growing for the virtual Vegas shoot. And that's turned out to be a lot of fun. I mean, people are excited. They're getting together with friends. Um, you know, they're getting groups, uh, clubs and pro shops are hosting Vegas events. Um, the cool part is you can do it. You just got to have two other people with you and um, really cool, a lot of fun. And the real highlight at Vegas this year when we're there is going to be going through the entire drawing online, um, you know, calling out all the names of the winners. And there's thousands and thousands of dollars worth of uh, prizes that we're giving away, actually money that we're giving away. It's all money. So it's pretty cool. I, you know, I think that's going to get a lot of people watching and listening to uh, the results of what happened. Absolutely. You know, the NFAA Foundation, in partnership with the Easton Foundations, put together a scholarship package for junior archers participating in the uh, 2021 Vegas virtual shoot that they can use for higher education. So there's $500, $300, and $200 scholarships that archers are competing for in each junior division. That's cub and youth and young adult, male and female, compound and recurve. It is really a big deal. And yeah. so um, those winners, We'll be announcing those things in Vegas. Is that right, Bruce? That's correct. And, you know, we've uh, always really had a lot of pride in what we've done, you know, in conjunction with the Easton Foundation and, you know, giving some of that money back to the, to the archers. And it's been an integral part of the Vegas shoot, you know, since we've been running it at least. And, um, you know, we average twenty five dollars to $30,000 a year in scholarships. And, you know, it's just one of the ways that we can help perpetuate the sport. It's just been great. And this year we didn't end it. You know, we kept it with the virtual and our numbers are good and people are participating. And in addition to that, I think we have a whole collegiate part. Do we not, Brittany? Yeah. So two things I want to mention is that we do have a collegiate um, competition that's also available in the virtual and the championship. So all we're going to do is if they sign up for the collegiate portion, we just extract their scores um, and that'll count towards the collegiate part and then we're also so they, they don't have to shoot a separate overall. round they can they can right. just use the score that they've shot yep yep and then we're also doing something new this year um, last year we did an essay contest for the junior divisions and we're doing that again plus an art contest so not only if you shoot the vegas shoot virtual not only are you eligible to win the scholarships for the place the first three places but you also can pick either the art contest or the essay contest so just another way they can, you know, if you take part, you can earn scholarship money. Now, to be to be clear, I think that 
the archers uh, participating in the virtual shoot really can only register in one division in style, right? Yes, correct. So, you know, but they can have the collegiate add-on if they yep. qualify for that. Yes. And you've also got junior divisions, um, you know, which uh, cover anybody under the age of 17 or under in compound and recurve with multiple age groups. You got cub, youth, young adult. Um, and, you know, the, the turnout for this thing has been tremendous, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been, you know, I would say um, it exceeded our expectations. Um, you know, we copied a lot of this off of, um, you know, what World Archery has done and our other virtual national we did. And, you know, we thought, you know, World Archery, you know, kudos to them. They got four or 5,000 people involved, um, which is pretty cool because it was worldwide. But, you know, there, there was no money involved. So obviously probably get more people. But like I said, kudos to them. And they ran a great program. And we were able to, uh, you know, use some of that for this. But, you know, with us getting 2,500. And the cool part is it's still open. They can register up until the last day, correct, Brittany? Or whatever. Yeah, actually, registration is through this Friday. So that gives us a chance to get everyone's scorecards out and then scores have to be submitted by Monday, April 12th. And as we speak, today is the 6th of April. So they have another three, four days, probably three days from when this drops to uh, get in there. And uh, once again, the 12th of April is the drop dead deadline, right? Yep. yep. And, and by getting, the way, George, getting the scores the, go ahead. One of the really cool parts is... Um, one of the things that we've always taken credit for in the NFA is we don't want to turn anybody away. Well, we went a step further this year. Um, and a lot of people don't know about it uh, and, and they still have an opportunity to do it. And that is the fact that anybody shooting those flights um, or the collegiate can also come and shoot the in-person in Vegas next week, which we've never allowed that to happen. So it's a new thing this year. And, you know, for anybody out there listening that said, hey, you know, I've always wanted to try that, but I don't want to pay 500 bucks to be with the big boys. Well, now they can do it at a reduced price. Um, and they even get, a, what is it, a $50 uh, rebate in uh, South Point chips. And, you know, it, it's just a cool way to be able to still come. You know, if you're within driving distance or even a cheap flight away, um, it's still a great opportunity for a lot of those amateurs and collegiate and, you know, whoever wants to, to come and shoot the actual Vegas. So really neat addition there. Yeah, really good point, because I think that there's going to be, um, as we get closer and, and, you know, we're a week away, basically, uh, people are really starting to get excited about this, um, the opportunity to shoot against the very best in the world and to do it at a maybe... Maybe this will be the cheapest ever price to shoot the championship round in Vegas because of the, uh, you know, the mix of the live and the virtual. And I think that that's a huge opportunity for folks if they have uh, been thinking about it. Uh, what's the room situation like right now uh, for the for the competition? Well, we're, we're sitting really good. We've got uh, ample rooms left. We have the property next door also, but you can still call in and get rooms at the South Point. And, um, you know, we got a big enough block, so we're covered. So... You know, once again, being the unusual year that we're in, we've had a lot of unusual opportunities and they've worked to our benefit. So, and by the way, something that I like a lot, um, the restaurants are all open at the South Point. Um, they've got great deals. Uh, you know, they have limited capacities, but it's not anything that we're going to notice. It's when we have 10,000 people that it makes a difference. So it's, uh, you know, all the same great things. The bowling alley was open, uh, all the fun stuff to do. And um, hopefully, maybe even by the time we get there, 
there's no more Seattle's best. It's now a Starbucks. So wow. <laughs> all the caffeine connoisseurs of the great coffee, um, that's actually open right now in a temporary position and will be full-fledged very shortly. So a lot of neat things in the South Point. Something to consider, of course, is also the fact that uh, flights are very still easy from the standpoint of making changes and that kind of thing. Maybe some folks had a flight that they canceled earlier in the year or even last year. They can apply some of that to getting to Vegas. Maybe some folks haven't thought of that. Yeah, the airlines have been very easy to work with. I I had to make changes on my last flight, um, you know, at the last minute, and there's no fees anymore. It's uh, you can use your credits from the last year. The airlines are obviously looking for business. Um, uh, And that's not going to be that way very shortly. You can see things, um, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel is there. I think within a few months, um, we're going to see the world go back to a lot better than where we are now. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the first step. Getting back to archery in Vegas. Hey, one thing that we probably should emphasize is the schedule for this championship round is different than most of the Vegases that have come before. Just a reminder, things wrap up on Saturday night in Vegas this year. Yep. And Brittany's got a schedule here and you can kind of go over the highlights, Brittany, what time we start. Yeah. So it's just pushing it back a day. So we'll have official practice Wednesday and then competition will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday with the finals on Saturday night. Um, And then also we have the divisions published too. So if you are already registered for the championship, uh, you can go on and see what time you shoot for Thursday and Friday. And the other nice part too, that we've never had before, um, or it's obviously very, very busy before, um, we've got some open practice area that's right on the same level that's open pretty much the whole time, correct? Yep. Yeah, so that's gonna be really nice. It won't be quite 24 hours like it normally is uh, just because of staff limitations, yeah. but um, we will be opening a couple hours earlier in the morning before shooting and, and we'll be open till shooting ends. So plenty of opportunity to get practice in and uh, get warmed up and, and do the things that uh, Vegas has been famous for all these years and what keeps everybody coming back for more every year. And I got to say thanks to you two, because, you know, it might have been easier to just say, "Eh, let's let it go one more time. This is hard work, a lot of effort. And uh, I think, you know, speaking on behalf of everybody in our community, I just want to thank you two for for making it happen once again. Well, thanks for your part, you know, and everything you've done for us, George, and your podcast. And also, boy, do I get the privilege of announcing something really cool. We are going to have our Voice of Vegas back. (laughs) George Tekmachoff is going to be announcing... And we're pretty excited for that. So I think George wants to get out for a day or two. So <laughs> he's going to come and join me at the buffets and, um, you know, be able to announce those winners as they uh, fall out of the big shoot off. So thank you for doing that, George. Hey, I'm just happy to be uh, part of the team. And hopefully we can uh, have the kind of fun we've had over the last decade doing uh, the work we do in Vegas, Bruce. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I still think back of the year that I lost my voice. Well, oh, yeah. That? Yeah. That's when George really started to help. No, I, I think that, you know, Bruce, at the end of the day, you are the voice of Vegas. You are the face of Vegas. Everybody appreciates you, and I do. And I just want you to know that uh, it's a privilege working with you. Thank you on that. Yeah. And by the way, so I'm going to do something special. You know, the 50th, we had the chariot and the flaming wheels. Oh, um, yeah. I come up with something every year. And this year, it's kind of fun because it's a smaller group. So I can do a lot bigger stuff. So we'll have to see what I decide when I get there. But, you know, everybody knows I like pyro. 
Um, so who knows? Something's going to happen. Brittany, <laughs> I'm thinking we, we need shelter. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Well, this will be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. I want to thank you both, Brittany and Bruce, once again for joining us on the podcast today. As we get ready to rock down in Vegas, this is going to be a lot of fun. We're excited. Right. Hope to see everybody there. Yeah, we'll see you next week.